them come. This is their fate. <clears throat> all right, all right. Welcome back to the house of Wolf. Let me get my bourbon hands. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. We got quite a bit to talk about today. The state of play from Sony recently was released. We got more information on Xbox, um, essentially giving games away. Uh, we got conversation around Tekken 8 and how it stacks up against street fighter and mortal kombat one um and we got some other stuff to talk about as well persona persona 3 reloaded recently came out suicide squad so got a decent stack of um content or topics that we want to discuss so let's get into it but before we get started per usual jalen josh Tell the people how you've been, what you've been up to, what you've been doing, what you've been playing, how life going. Talk to the people. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been well, like almost a week and a half since we did the last podcast. We we waited a little bit to see if the state of play had anything going on, but wasn't much actually to look forward to. Uh, the please be excited didn't work for me. Uh. The the one game that was I was interested in was um I I, I don't know how they gonna pronounce it but it's Sonic X Shadow or Sonic Cross Shadow that's probably mm -hmm. the highlight for me because like Sonic Adventure Two was like that was like one of the first Dreamcast games I got and then when they re released it on the GameCube it was the first GameCube game I had so I'm looking forward to them going back to that era remastering the levels remastering the music and uh yeah i think sonic's been in a good like place recently so uh i know the the biggest sonic fan with this Jalen. looking forward to it uh, other, yeah other than that i've just been uh working a lot hanging out with the family um it's a lot of games coming out that i'm not even gonna be close to be able to touch, but I'm I'm trying to play it as many as I can. Uh, luckily, some of them are coming to Game Pass because Persona is like I really like that game, but it's expensive. Uh, but it being yeah. on Game Pass actually allowed me to like you know give it a try, and so far I'm I'm really impressed with what what's there. Um, so yeah, thanks for Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. That's that thing seventy dollars. I said what. 70. Yeah. I say get out of town. I said, never. When Game Pass mm -hmm. came through for that one, for sure. Because I definitely want to play it on my Steam Deck. I was like, I'm not paying y'all no $70 for the Steam Deck version when I could just play it on this and stream it. Um, Because free. it does work for the cloud streaming too. So it's, it's mm -hmm. all good. It's all good. Um, Glad they was able to get that one and pick it up because that is definitely the way I'm going to be able to interact with it. Um. Mm -hmm but okay okay family good everything good in japan yeah uh, everything's okay. good here the uh little one's getting big like uh <sighs> i have to show y'all like yeah she's climbing out of her um little oh, no. playpen in the uh living room oh, yeah <laughs> goodness not she at that stage she'd be over there dead yeah um i think boys 
take take a little longer to figure like what they can do, what they can climb, but mm-hmm. they have become very much so comfortable with like almost always putting themselves in danger, like to the point where they're always hanging off the couch, standing up on their their high chairs, um, walking up the steps with no hand handrail or nothing, just one foot in front of the other, not even actually putting their feet hands down. Like, um, yeah, they have no sense of security at this point. So it's just kind of getting a little scary, but they are getting, um, a lot more independent wanting to help clean up and all that stuff. So it's fun to watch, but yeah, they are definitely pushing the danger envelope a little bit that we're, we're not comfortable with. Yeah. We're like, man, I don't know. Going up the stairs by yourself, like that? I don't know, man. You, got, you might want to t- grab that rail one more time. Like, nah, man. It's, I'm big dog out here now. Like, all right, bro. All right. I'll let you do it. But yeah, it's it's, it's interesting for sure. Um, but okay. You said what? Let me put myself in danger, my boy. I got this. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of their mo. But uh, what you been up to, Jalen? What you been doing? How's life going? What you been playing? Uh, I mean, stuff cool, man. Um, life straight. I mean, ain't no like significant events or anything like that. Not this past week. Um, I mean, like y'all said, that Shadow uh, Sonic Cross uh, Shadow Generations. I'm like, sign me up, my boy. Uh, they need to put the blick in that game too while they edit. Get a real shadow to her talk. That's why. Give him nah, his bro, MP5 um, back. His MP5. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? He had a gun. You never heard of the Shadow the Hedgehog? Shadow. No, the the yeah, game from... Shadow. The Hedgehog. No, I never played that. He had a blink. Nah. Man, just just Google <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog <laughs> PS2 and look at the box art. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a gun on the game and everything. Oh and he my was cussing. god. I'm like, hey, what, hey, they's doing, they's going crazy on this, man. That's my my boy, Shadow Custom. I'm like, he a real OG. I think, what, what they six grade point at you, bro? Duh. Man, he's shooting police officers. <laughs> I'm like, he he really got a strap on him, bro. He's shooting uh the military and aliens and oh my god, blowing everybody up using. He had chaos control and what chaos destruction or chaos? What, what was the other one? Uh, I forgot the other one. Yeah. Yeah, he still you bring up that negative meter. I can't I did not know. Shadow the Hedgehog. I heard a shadow, yeah. but I ain't never learned it. Heard of him like having no blick on him, talking about shooting up cops yes. and stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, it's called Shadow the Hedgehog. Yes, too. And I mean, yeah. it was on GameCube, but it was that era. And uh, yeah, had his own game, but it was all, it was still a I Sonic thought he game was always an anti hero. So you said that he was shooting cops? I thought he was he an anti hero. Yeah, he's an anti hero. But you and can again, choose the bad ending. Too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you want to choose the bad ending, you'd be bad, but he was still uh, an anti hero. <laughs> yeah, overall, he, he's still a hero in that game. He's just anti hero. Like, yeah. He's not the he not the pure hearted. Like they the true ending of the game is a is it's technically a good. A, a good ending. Okay. Um, the black hearted. Yeah, he got his own strike. Like, and that, literally in that trailer for that Sonic game, they had Black Doom in there, and that's the dude on here fighting on uh, Shadow the Hedgehog or working with him, whatever you want to call it. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Okay, well, um, yeah. I gotta look up Blicky Shadow because I'm thinking, I'm thinking they exaggerating over there. Uh, uh, Supreme Dream Skip, and he must be right on the money. <laughs> nah, he was really nah. in there. I remember once when he was running, and he said, "Where's that dang?" He said the D word. He was like, "Where's that dang chaos emerald?" I'm looking like, "Man, I'm cussing there." <laughs> I'm like, "Bro, what is going on?" <laughs> I oh remember she started as one level, bro. He said, Where's that dang chaos emerald, bro? I'm looking like, man. <laughs> my mom, that's okay. Yeah, y'all ain't, this ain't a bad game. I, I shouldn't be playing this. This is Sonic. I just want to let y'all know, man. He just he got a couple hiccups. Anyway. Oh, yeah, explain her. He over there cussing up the store. Yeah, all right. You well. can probably look up YouTube like Shadow Cussing, bro. Is, they probably got a, comp- a compilation of it. I can almost guarantee that. All right. Well, learn something new every day. For sure, because I didn't know that at all. I knew he was a bad, like, like he was basically like the, like the anti-hero of the story. But like, the, I thought he was more like a Vegeta or something. But I mean, Vegeta was yeah, well, technically he be yeah, he become, but he didn't have like a arc to the point. I thought he had like an arc where he was like first bad, then he turned good. That's what I thought. I mean, he do basically. Okay, all right. Well, then I'm I'm, I'm straight. I understand. They do. But it sounded like even throughout his whole situation, he still was using weapons and things like that until the up near yeah, I mean, Alien showed not... up to Earth and he was just like, Ooh, I need to start shooting. Uh, punching ain't enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might. I mean, he shot away in every single game, but in a lot of games, he ain't. He trying to, he, he on his own agenda. Like, he not. But it ain't no type of most of his agenda. He trying to find his identity type thing, and he don't care about who gets in the way and certain things that happens with him trying to find his own identity. So it's not like he's fighting for good or he's outright just like, "Hey, I'm finna kill all y'all." He not like that. He just kind of like, "Hey, I'm trying to figure out what I need to, and if y'all get in my way, like y'all will get caught." Yeah, that's right. Like, and yeah, so. Um, and then you get people like Eggman and stuff that's trying to manipulate him a little bit. He he, a manipulatable character to some capacity because he don't know everything. Mm. So, um, okay. And that's literally what Shadow the Hedgehog is. People trying to manipulate him and tell him what to do. That includes the military too. Because Gun, they not the most positive people either because they the one who killed his uh like his lover or best friend or whoever you want to call her. Oh, got a whole yeah, backstory. So- all right yeah, well in the military yeah but we can anyways uh but yeah so i mean i ain't really been playing nothing i mean i've been playing some persona 3 um i think that's really about it as far as like what i've been playing this week uh me and josh and Jalil was talking a little bit about that last night and stuff like that but we can save it for the podcast or further along so right that could be a segue whenever you you know but, okay. but that's about it though all right all right well um well me i've been playing persona i have been playing um suicide squad and um i've played a a couple of little games here and there but really just been suicide squad and um tekken 8 sorry suicide squad tekken 8 and um persona so um there's a lot to talk about because there's a lot of big releases coming out and there's a lot of releases that have come out already. Um, but I guess we could just kind of start with 
Um, well, I, I forget now what I was going to start with. The state of play. That's what I was going to start with. Um, only reason I'm starting with the state of play because um, it's probably going to be the longest topic because a, a lot came out of it, but at the same time, a lot didn't. So it, it felt like it was, yeah, you got, you saw some stuff, but you didn't really see much. And um, it kind of just told me that they are really, 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 really um, leaning on their third parties to support them throughout this year. Um, that's what it felt like. And pretty much, I don't think they're going to have a big game for the end of the year. So, um, outside of potentially, um, Death Stranding, which I think, does that come out? Did they give a release date no, for that's that? In, that's in 2025. Okay. So, yeah, it wasn't really anything that they showed that I thought, oh, was going to come out. Maybe, was it, I don't even, I think Rise of Ronin is like March. Stellar yeah, Blade same is. Day as, uh, Dragon's Dogma. Yeah, Stellar Blade release date is, um, which, I mean, this game cannot be there. It is April 26th. So they still got a wide open, like, ending of the year for what, like, a big release. And I haven't seen anything come out of the year yet, which I would think they would do it here. And they had two VR games, obviously, that VR is just in... In their mind, it's too niche, and I think they just wanted to have a device, but I don't think they're going to support it in the way that they want to. So let's just go down the list of what they showed. Um, I'm trying to find a pretty decent recap of everything. Um, so, uh, da, 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 da. I, I want it in chronological order. I ain't got it all. Yeah. Where's the where's my chronological order, people? Um, I know the first up was uh, Hell Divers because yeah. I was tired of seeing that game. It looks it looks fun, but they showed that game like six different events, and yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a multiplayer game, <laughs> dude. I just feel like um, I really hope that it meets the expectations of everyone because. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I feel like I'm not really that invested. I think Helldivers was trying to take the people that used to enjoy the game and bring in new people that may want to enjoy the game due to a different type of, um, you know, gameplay style and like bringing the camera down and all that good jazz. I really do hope they don't lose the people that loved it because they're trying to get more people to join, you know? That's what I don't want to happen. Um, but cause I, it's not intriguing me at all in any way, shape or form. So, and that's kind of my MO sometimes when it comes to those games, but well, it used to be anyway. And that, I think a lot of people are getting away from live service, uh, multiplayer online games because they, I think a lot of people are just exhausted about them. And at this point, even if you try to announce a game, like that and it's not free you're not going to get the audience you really want so because it's not free i think they have a really hard uphill battle um kind of the same way with suicide squad uh but i mean I, I don't have anything negative to say about it necessarily i just you know it's not something i'm really interested in playing nor am i interested in like you know um trying to give it a shot because it's I, I, I don't know i just don't feel 
so fun or I don't feel like that's going to be an engaging content for me anymore. It just, it hasn't been for a while. Um, but you know, it just, it kind of rings home when you're sitting there playing Suicide Squad and you're like, I'd rather play this alone. I don't play with nobody else. So mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. That's the type of situation where I feel like they were, they were catering to an audience. I really hope they don't lose their initial one because I think when you find success, I think you should be able to build up off that and not, you know, fall to the wayside because you try something different. I want them to try something different and succeed. I don't want people to be stagnant. So that's my hope. Um, I hope people that actually want to play that game play it. That's really what I, I hope they have a find a way to get people to be able to try it for free because that will help mm -hmm. them continue on and keep everything going and make sure people are having fun in the game. So kind of like when they did, when they put it on PlayStation Plus, everybody started playing Helldivers out of nowhere because it was free. So I want them to find that success um, in that way. And I know if PlayStation supports that, I'm pretty sure they have a, they'll they find a market. Um, What else? What else came after that? I think it was, um, they went straight into Stellar Blade, right? Yep, Stellar um, Blade was next. So Stellar Blade... Um, what can I say about this game? Uh, they did, they, they worked heavily on the physics. Um, physics were everywhere. Lots of bounce physics, lots of cloth physics. Um, there's lots of physics. I, I just don't really get the whole, I don't know when he, when you, to me, and I, maybe it's a bad tape, when, when you over-sexualize the main character, I really start to lose interest. And I, I feel like um, it's not really an audience. It's not meant for me. Like, I want to play a game like this where it's action-oriented, cool uh, female league or um, woman-led character. I like those types of games. I like Bayonetta for that reason. And I think Bayonetta had a reason to be get naked and then putting her clothes back on because she had like this hair power or whatever i don't even think they have anything that's like insinuates why she needs to have all these different weird outfits i just think that it's just just wanted to be there which is fine i'm not saying that it's not it's a bad thing i'm just saying that when you do that and you market it that way and literally in your trailer i could see her panties that tells me you know i don't think you really got a good game here i think you just want to get people to enjoy looking at the character i guess i don't know what are your thoughts on um project eve do you i don't know i guess it bothers me but it doesn't like make me not want to play it just bothers me so what are your thoughts yeah uh so I, i'm i'm mostly negative about the game i got like i looked up the game after and mm -hmm. it, it as bad as i thought but like so one like yeah, the the main character being like overly sexualized in a lot of different outfits. Like the whole point, you got this little this lady who looks like a a doll. Basically, you can dress her up in different outfits, and a lot of them are go like in, in the trailer. She was literally wearing like a Playboy Bunny outfit in one of them. Other ones is just you know, oh, this is like my casual wear, or this is my my club wear, or or whatever. So you, you dress the girl up and you go out into a sci-fi world and you fight against robots and stuff like that. And so the game itself is inspired by Nier Automata. Um, mm -hmm. And so 
is a big RPG system and the combat, you know, is is kind of near inspired as well. Yeah. It, that aspect is cool, but overall it doesn't feel the overall impression I never I didn't get from the game is um so it's giving generic and generic I don't know if that's the word I want to use, but all it feels like a bunch of ideas that people threw together to make the game. And it's not like you said, Bayonetta has she's naked because she's a witch and this witch uses her hair and then the whole world is built around this idea and everybody like all the outfits and how the world is built is built around this idea. It doesn't feel like it's a cohesive idea. It just feels like a whole bunch of different ideas uh, thrown together. Yeah. Um, yeah. That being said, uh, I looked, I, I didn't know who this developer was and I don't know why they have gotten so much support from Sony. Like the game, like it doesn't look bad, like graphically, but uh, it also is not hidden at the same, like, you know, first party or like even third party Capcom caliber. Um, it it's a basically they worked with PlayStation before. They made some games called Magna Carta back back in the day. They had some Xbox exclusives and PlayStation exclusives. So they're not like a a brand new like random developer. And I guess the person who's directed it has a good relationship with Sony. So I don't know if the game itself is going to be good, but just so far the trailer like. I'm I'm not interested in it, and the RPG elements that they show were pretty, not not basic, but like heavily near inspired. And like, if I really want to play a game like near, I think most people will probably just play near, because that yeah, pretty quick games. <laughs> no, I I agree. I felt like I was thinking I was I was more on the lines of going towards Bayonetta simply because of the stylistic part of it i feel like near was a little less stylistic in that matter but rpg wise oh, well, yeah because i'm talking about I, like I fighting those bigger awesome. bosses and and going well i guess near was doing that too but i guess i was talking about more so getting closer with the to the camera the action sequences that they were doing like the flashiness of the fights that's what i was talking about i guess well, that's why i kind of steered more towards bayonetta but yeah i think you're right near Auto automata is definitely I, I see more of that than I do a Bayonetta. That's what I'll say. Yeah, because this is just like an open world game. Yeah. And you got you literally got the little robot floating behind you that shoot for you and like it's about an anime robot girl mm -hmm. and you can see her ass the whole time. <laughs> like yeah. it's literally near, but this is their own near. Yeah. So um I'm not like super negative on it, I guess, because I just don't I don't like writing stuff off, but at the same time, I don't want to play an open world game. I don't want to run around and do missions. I wanted a, like a quick, full through sequence game. I didn't really want care to kind of learn more about the world because it doesn't seem like the world is that interesting. But I feel like they put some time into their side characters enough to make me feel like maybe it's maybe it's okay. But um, again, I I'm not intrigued simply because of how they're marketing the game they're marketing to the point where it just feels like that is the main purpose and really the other stuff is just add-on filler and maybe they feel like that's how they need to market the game to sell it i don't know but whatever the case may be this is stuff that's actually mechanics in the game so i can't really say that uh they didn't they didn't make the stuff 
um, and that, that they, they, they did, and this is what it is, so, um, but I'm, I, like I said, I don't want to be in the camp of, oh, you can't make your games the way you want to make your games, I just want to be very transparent that it's a, it's not a yeah. good it's... look for me. Yeah, it's a it's a thin line, and like yeah. as I get older, and, and you know, being a dad and stuff like that, you think about it more. But it's like you know, but realistically, there is a thin line where we want to just show somebody who's attractive and sexual because that's what our audience likes, and people are going to buy it because of that. Whereas mm-hmm. we we kind of take this type of stuff like not seriously but more mature and the whole world is going to reflect around that kind of like cyberpunk like cyberpunk you can be completely naked but the the world is also i feel like reach reaches that same level of maturity so yeah it, it makes sense for people to be naked whereas like this i don't feel like it's a a realistic grounded world where this girl wearing this outfit i mean she's a robot so whatever she can wear whatever but like I don't see how it fits into the overall world where you find these, you know, tiger No, monsters. it doesn't. It's just, you know, it is what it is. And you don't want yeah. super realism and everything, but at the same time, you want to be able to understand why this is, why she exists and why does it matter what she's. It's just like simply every other game I play where even Xenoblade Chronicles, I'm like, why do they always. I don't know. It's just that's what they do. So it's fine. I don't want to start judging people on how they create their characters. But, um, you know, Pyra and, my, uh, and, and Old Girl, they were just like, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. But yeah. th- it really didn't add to the story for me. I mean, it didn't take away nothing either because I don't care. But it's still just, you know, when you see that type of stuff and that is the main focus, like Xenoblade literally has a story and and they don't they're not it's not the main focus it's just how they choose to create their character this seemed like it's the main focus and that's how it's marketed so that's my problem like again i can't be mad at that because that is the way the world works it's i understand what they what they why they're doing it at some point it used to interest me so it's not like it's not like i was like oh i'm 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 mad about it now. It's just more so like, yeah, I just I I know this little marketing thing, and I, and I know if the game is sucks, the game's still gonna suck even if they, the girl that you're playing with, looks attractive. It just doesn't. I don't know. It's just weird. So anyway, I, I anyway I don't want to harp on it too much, but I guess Jalen, before we move on, what are your thoughts on um, over sexualizing uh, female uh, male characters and and women characters? I don't want to just be uh, women, men, they do the men too. <laughs> I mean, I think my biggest thing when they do all that stuff is just, I don't know, it just seemed white luster. Like, I think one of the big things I think about is like anime games where, you know, they have all them white little, I mean, just not to choose a sex or anything like that, but when they have all them little girls with the big eyes, like, I think a prime example is like, is it like the mega dimension or something or hyper dimension or something like that? And it's just like, y'all, I ain't, I can't even say it because I ain't played the game, but literally just at face value, it's just kind of like, I feel like y'all literally, and it's not even just for the, the sex appeal, like y'all literally have this image that y'all want to have and people yeah. can play the game because of this image. And 
it's not even for like y'all know the t- type of people that's going to play these games. They're going to be talking about white fools, all this type of stuff, and the game trash. Like you know, it's, it's those sorts of things. So I mean, with that, you know, people trying to look up the robot on here, like look up the dress, like they got videos about stuff like that, and you know, just all that type of stuff. And the fact that yeah. the character has an animation when you try to do that, I think I think she got an animation if you try to do something like that or. The game stops you. I forgot, yeah, man. It, it, it that was that was on. Um, I think it was Resident Evil Four. I think Ashley, they changed it, and they people were yeah, upset about that. Ashley does it too. Yeah, yeah it's like, and I was like, game, that's you know, literally. It, it's like, do y'all understand why that type of stuff is is even in the game? Because y'all are weird, buddy. You're weird, buddy. <laughs> like, that's what yeah, right. I like. That type of stuff is so funny to me that people. You know, I, I, like I said, I ain't. I don't. This is what I'm doing. I don't. I don't want to judge people for what they enjoy, because people make it for a reason. It's not like there's no reason for them to make it, because they make it for a reason. I'm just saying, when I see it, it makes me feel like that is the only thing that you have available for the game, and it's not an actual, true, you know, fully fleshed out video game. That's what I would say. I want to make sure my statement is very clear. I'm not judging people for what they like. I'm just I'm just more so judging the marketing um, aspect of it and whether or not that that translate to a good game. That's it. Because I ain't got no. Yeah, I'm the not marketing is not like you 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 want to be able to respect it and like I want to see the hard work you put into this and you built this world and the combat is fun and things like that. But the the first thing and the only thing I see is y'all marketing the sexual aspect of it, but I don't take it as seriously or like, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the side characters looked interesting, so I was like, bro, why y'all doing this to the main character? Y'all could be like, they felt like it had like dialogue, it had actual information, exchanging of information, like they had some systems in there, but it was this that kept distracting me. Constant wardrobe changes constant okay like why the heck she never mind that's why i was just like bro i like yeah i'm not even i'm not even i'm trying to understand the game but y'all are not really providing that yeah i just keep throwing um titties in my face so that's 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 kind of how it felt um but hopefully you know it sells enough hopefully they, they 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 do well like I said, I don't, I don't want nobody to really fail. I'm, I'm sick of seeing companies fail and go out of business. Um, it's kind of exhausting at this point. All these people getting laid off and all that stuff. But our, I really do want to. I do enjoy. I'm starting to enjoy even more women, um, w- women-centered video games or women like protagonists in gaming because they simply have a little bit of a different story than I'm used to. Cause sometimes you just, you get kind of tired of playing the same thing over and over again. So I like when they have a different perspective and with how they view things. Um, because you know, sometimes you just don't really, you know, you, you kind of, this is a type a and type B situation where you always get the same type of story, same type of characters, same type of, um, everything really so I like when they actually try to deviate but when you deviate like this it really does do nothing for <laughs> nothing it really does nothing really so um, you know 
let's tighten up. Um, but next we had Sonic X Shadow Generations. Did y'all? Um, I'm gonna let y'all take it because I, I what I saw. He fully locked and loaded. All right. Um, yeah, but Sonic X Shadow Gener- Sonic X Shadow Generations is basically the game, and they're just bringing Shadow into Sonic Generations. I think they might have some additional. Um, obviously, they have more um, environments and things like that, but I think it's still the same game. But I think they just have they're adding on to it. But um, maybe I'm wrong on that. Uh, so, from what I could tell. Shadow is coming to Sonic Generations and he's bringing some new combat, new style of play and things like that to the game. So, um, I'm going to leave it at that and let y'all give y'all thoughts. Man, so, Shadow coming to that mug, you know, like, I mean, he the ultimate life form. He needs to be in that game. Not just fine. No, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think it's cool. I think Sonic Generations was a like a real popular game as far as like Sonic. Obviously, if you ever been keeping up with Sonic, um, y'all know I have. That's my boy. But uh, we we met in real life all the time. Not just, uh, <laughs> but Sonic Generations was like one of the popular Sonic uh, games because Sonic always been going through like this up and down state or whatever, and they never really had no like really really solid games. But um, I think one it's cool that they. It sounds like they, from what I know, they giving Sonic Generations like a remaster, and then um, they put in like Shadow in there too. So I don't know how they're gonna implement them. It, honestly, it almost sounds like a little DLC type of thing. But I hope they give them like a uh, for the people who play Sonic Generations. I'm hoping that Shadow don't really feel like a like an add on to some capacity. Like you know how you got a flushed out game, and then you like, well, we decided to put this in here. You can tell like it's like added on. I'm hoping that it's like really a lot of like shadow going on, especially since his name is in a title at this point, right? Um and then I mean I think it'd be cool to see because you haven't really got like much of a update with Shadow. I don't even think he was in Sonic Frontiers or anything like that. So um just having him around, you know, Sonic Generations, you bouncing through like past Sonic games and stuff like that. I mean the overall story of that game wasn't really all that. Um I don't think a lot of Sonic games uh are like they story and stuff like that. Um yeah. but having Shadow in there, I seen like some of Black Doom in there. Um, you know, seeing some of his like strife and stuff. I hope, you know, it touch on some of those things and it's like it just really feel like flushed out. So they already got the groundwork. They got Sonic Generations and stuff. I think it'd be cool to have some uh some of his like signature levels or like, you know, if they want to throw in like White Jungle or I think I seen some of the final chase or final rush or whatever. From Sonic mm-hmm. Adventure 2, I seen the Biohazard or Final Hazard they was fighting, and then um, you know I seen some of Black Doom. It looked like I seen some of Radical Highway. Like everybody know Radical Highway, and that's something from Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. So it's like if they can bring those things, and again they have good groundwork because Sonic Generations is already a good game. I remember people talking about they wanted to remaster. I think they ported it from the uh, 360 to like the. Um, you know, it bring like backwards compatibility and stuff like that. And I think that was one of the games that was updated. Deontay, didn't you have that game? Or bought it or something like that? Yes. Okay, yes, yeah. I so, I mean, because uh, I think you said that had got like the 60 FPS booster. Yeah, something yeah, like that. I yeah, yeah, it did. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I got high hopes. I mean, as long as that mug ain't $70, I'm in there. Like, you know, 
Oh, that's uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's good. Which what, what are your um, what are your thoughts, Josh? The the this this the, our secondary um for the Sonic <laughs> universe. Uh, yeah, I uh, I didn't and play Sonic Generations uh when it came out um because mm. at that point Sonic games were bad for a while and then people were like, oh well, this one is okay, you can play it. And uh, I played a little bit of the demo. Uh, the thing is that Generations, it remasters the 3D games, but also the 2D games. Ooh. I wasn't that interested in the 2D games, just the 3D ones. So I was just going to wait until it got cheaper, but I never picked it up. Um, I, I've had it on my wish list on Steam for a long time, and I was going to get it. But now this is, a, I guess, an extra incentive because um, it's going to give... The, so Classic Sonic is is okay like i like those games but i don't know if i like it in this 3d style mm -hmm. um i do want to play the the sonic levels uh, that they remastered and now they added shadow so I'll, i can play the shadow levels as well so i think overall that could be a good package hopefully it's not overpriced <laughs> um but yeah it, it seems like a good return to like what people like about sonic and uh yeah, uh, like Jalen said, it has been a, it's been a while since there's been a shadow, like, focus as like a pay playable character. So, it'd be fun. His, his stages are just different, and so mm -hmm. it, you like, I like some of Sonic's more. You might like some of Shadows more, but overall, it just doubles the value if you got both because they both have good levels. What do you think about um? What do you, I guess, how do y'all play Sonic games? Do y'all play them just to clear the level, or do y'all go back and speed run them? Um, it's kind of both. Because for Sonic Adventure 2, well, yeah, for Sonic Adventure 2, specifically where Shadow is from, it, it gives you objectives. Like, first, beat the level like normal. And second time, mm -hmm. well, this time, find all the secrets. All right, and then go back another time, finish the level super fast. So, Overall, I guess play play it multiple times and do it every. Day. But like, I would just you know, it is about speed. But you you kind of miss stuff and like shortcuts and secrets if you just going too fast. Yeah, me, I like he said. Um, you got different objectives. Some of my bike don't get touched. Want to bike collect a hundred rings, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Usually, I try to play them for like speed and like accuracy. Um, right. To some capacity, but I'm not like uh I'm not gonna break my back. You know, sometimes Sonic levels have like you know a couple of different routes you can take. This the high right, the high high right or high route, middle route, low route, things like that. Um, and then some of them are obviously faster than others. So you know you have to kind of be like a fanatic and have crazy reaction time to really play those games to like their full capacity and stuff like that. I, I do it sometimes, like, some later Sonic games started giving you, like, let's say Sonic Frontiers. Um, those levels wasn't the best levels, because they looked at all similar to each other, but mm. they give you a time, which you need to reach to get, like, an A rank or, like, a, a highest rank. And they have different, you know, ways of ranking and stuff. Some of the games compare, like, your score, like, how many enemies you kill, how many rings you gather, and how fast you went through the level. Um, but some of them just focuses on the time and stuff like that. Um, but if it's just strictly focusing on the time and it yeah. tells me how fast I need to beat the level and I'm close to it, I'll be like, all right, let me go ahead and try to get the A rank because this is the time I need. But then you play a level and it took you two minutes to beat it. 
and it say to get an A rank, you need to beat it in 55 seconds. You're like, boy, it ain't no way. Like, I need to cut down a minute and some change on this level. Like, how is that possible? I had to look something up to figure out how to do it adequately. But to answer your question, if it's what that means, I go for that extra rank or something just to challenge myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's little fine, re- there's refinements that I can do. Um, like I could avoid this enemy stuff like that. But um, if it's crazy, because some of the levels they just want some crazy time. If it's the crazy time, I ain't doing. It. I'm just like, all right, I go ahead and take my seat and I keep it pushing because it ain't that deep. So, gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, well. I'm I'm glad y'all got something out of this and that y'all enjoyed and had some appreciation of. I think it's it's like autumn. I want to say autumn 2024. I think that's yeah. what they said. Um, which is an interesting kind of phrasing, autumn. But uh, yeah, it's it's in um coming autumn 2024, and I think you know autumn is technically the what is that like september yeah september yeah so um that's when autumn starts around like the september 22nd of this year that's when autumn starts so um i don't know if that's like the date but it's going to be in that time frame uh what next? What next? We had Zenless Zone Zone Zero. Like the game looks good. I really like the stylistic uh aspect of it. I don't really have much else to say on it outside of it looks good and it's in development. That's that is not a good showing in my opinion. I wouldn't have showed this. But Zenless Zone Hero was there. It looks style very stylized. It's one of those um I think gotcha games. I think. I don't know. It looks like it, but maybe it's not. Um, it is. Um, but they had nothing else outside of, you know, in development. So I ain't really got much to say. Anything to add on that for you guys? Um, it's going to be a big anime title. Like, it's the same people that did Genshin Impact and Honkai Star Rail. And this is their next game. It's, it's an action game instead of, like, a RPG. So it's going to have more... Devil May Cry slash Bayonetta Combat. Um, it's going to be on mobile phones. It's going to be on PlayStation, going to be on PC. Um, and it's a gotcha game, and they have a bunch of characters, and they're going to make a bunch of money. Uh, so it's going to be a, a big deal. But yeah, like I I try to stick away from gotcha games because they always have like a good intro, like first 10, 20 hours. And then after that, like you can't beat no bosses unless you get the, the character from the shop, and you got to drop money. So uh, they're never worth it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks really good. The combat looks fun. I think it will actually be a fun game. It's just it's designed to gamble. Oh. It's not really worth it. And like you said, the trailer didn't really show much. They've been showing this same the same characters for a while. The game is not ready yet. Like late this year, maybe early oh. next year. Um, but yeah, they're just showing it off yeah um so then uh the next thing we got was foam stars (laughs) and that is coming free to playstation plus i think february 6th um still not enough to get me to play it but it is uh, coming 
I, I give it a shot, I guess, for, for, for to entertain myself or for um, research purposes only, honestly. Um, but yeah, they got they got that coming out, and at least it's gonna be on PlayStation Plus to try it out. And unfortunately, I forgot to change to to stop my subscription before they charged me, so I got another year. So, yeah, I'll play it. But it's not like a, it's not one of those things, you know. It's just, it's just there. So, uh, anything to add for Foam Stars, Jayla? You copping? You go? You gonna play that? Nah, I ain't gonna. <laughs> don't you? What if you got PlayStation Plus? You could just, you could just try it. I know. I got PlayStation Plus in here, boy. He <laughs> be getting away as soon as they as soon as they said you can play those uh free play games free. Yeah, I don't need you no more. Yeah, yeah. Hard you up. yeah, yeah. It's been a while, but, but I mean, I feel like that's why they had to add all them extra incentives to PlayStation because like people started playing through them cracks and them cracks. So. Yeah, that's true. Like. Multiplayer only games really being focused simply on the large open uh, multiplayer games, like the 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 way the, the way that the multiplayer purchase games died off was insane. It's like I'm not buying a game to play multiplayer no more. Either you make a good game and I play it and you get your microtransaction money, or are we just not playing it? And that's kind of what happened. So once that died off, it it was like. Okay, what else can we offer them? That's when they started doing like other stuff and adding stuff to their subscription because um, Game Pass was killing them. So, um, but okay. Next up, we had Dave the Diver getting Godzilla content. I actually like Dave the Diver, so I was intrigued. I thought this was pretty interesting. It's coming out May twenty twenty four. Um, but this is not something you show at the state of play. I'm just I'm I'm just being honest. I, I know they I know they are were one of the the biggest indies of last year, but nah son. This ain't we, we wanna see something real. Show me something real. This ain't it. So um I'm intrigued, but I'm 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 in, I'm probably in the minority on that. They people were just probably waiting for that to turn off. Um next up we had V Rising <laughs> again. So this is a game that's already out on Steam Deck PC. Um, it's obviously on PC. Um, and I played it. It was interesting. Don't care that it's coming to PlayStation 5, honestly. It's like, fool. Wow. But maybe people that don't, haven't played this game thought it was cool. But it's a top-down um, kind of Minecraft-ish, survival-ish game where you got to kind of build up through the night um build a base survive the night i think the night or the the day could be the day uh because you're a vampire vampire. yeah Yeah. because you're a vampire and you um and yeah it's kind of like that it's uh, it's in that it's in that cloth but yeah it's fun but i just wouldn't waste my time showing this um what are your thoughts on um couple of these indies being uh, uh there at the showcase yeah i think indies might be harder to pick because like you know maybe power world wasn't on their radar and then now it's like the hottest thing and it's not there 
Whereas you have a game like V Rising, which was hot like a year ago, uh, but it's finally coming to PlayStation. And, it, you know, the game might still have a, you know, fi- uh, fan following, but it's an old game, technically. I guess it's in early access, but like this is a game we've seen for a while. And so it's not a big, exciting reveal. Uh, so as your 2024 lineup, as they said, this, these are the first games you get to see of 2024. It's not, not really that exciting. Um, nope. Yeah. Not even in the slightest. Um, the Silent Hill, the short message was cool. I thought that was a nice shot, little drop. Um, I don't know how long that, sh- that game is actually or what it actually entails, but I like Silent Hill in first person. Um. I don't like Silent Hill in, in third person, not no action RPG. When I was watching this video, this footage, I just felt like, man, this is subpar. This is, this is not even close. This looked like a PS2 game. It looked it bad. Um, and, and with all due respect, I felt like they were never a part of the action. Um, the action genre, the action horror. I thought they were always psychological. I thought they were always dwelled deep better in that whole psychological warfare versus anything. But this is, it had way too many fight beats. It had way too much shooting and graphically looked horrendous to me. Um, and it's too, it's too, yeah, they... it's too hard not to compare it to resident evil. So it just, they did it to themselves. So yeah, that trailer had a bunch of things wrong with it, but like you said, um, Silent Hill, like famously, like the creators of it, like they said when they made it, they wanted you to feel weak, so we made the combat bad. <laughs> and so I, I think it's always room to improve it, but the whole game was designed as the combat is not the main focus. And so them spending a lot of time in the trailer focusing on the combat while everything else in the game kind of looks subpar, like the graphics don't look that good, the lighting doesn't look that good, the character model and textures don't look that good, the combat looks like a bad Resident Evil combat. And so, you know, if you, I mean, of course you can't, like, not improve the combat. Like, you can't just ignore that. You have to make it better. But... You, they didn't focus on their strengths and what make the game interesting seems to be like missing. So uh, it's not looking good from that. And I know the people making it are not the original developers. They they made the medium and the medium also was not that good. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see how it shapes up. I, I was hoping that at least because they had the original game, the original blueprint to go by, that at least the core of it will still be good and y'all just like touch it up kind of like blue point does but uh it looks like they're you know they're doing their own thing so we gotta see if they can actually deliver yeah and um i just don't think they (laughs) will be honest (laughs) i think it'll be terrible but um i think once they go back i think the other game they showed i forget the name the game that i think it was like in japan or, or like in tokyo was it i don't remember yeah Silent it was like Hill, a, i don't remember the name of it yeah mm-hmm. 
that one might be good. Um, but I, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like 100% writing off this one. Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. But it's, it's cool though, because they got plenty of other ones. I'm gonna play the, 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 um, small memories game soon. Short message. Um, so I said memories, short message, and, I'm I'm probably gonna essentially skip Silent Hill too. I like this Silent Hill though, but that right there tells me they're going in the wrong direction. And they and it's Konami, and it's I don't think they know what they're doing to be honest. So I'm gonna yeah. leave it at that. Um, Judas, Judas came out. Um, it, well, it didn't come out, but it's um it's from the creators of Bioshock. Really good animations, really good um, story beats. They had some uh, pumping the sound system up. I love the music and the, the whatever they were singing. I felt like it had a very cool artistic style. Um, and it, it obviously I just need more Bioshock, so I don't really care what how it what the package should come in as long as it looks great. Um, like matter of fact, let me just take that back because Atomic Heart would try it. But these are the creators of Bioshock, so hopefully they kind of understand that little extra formula that made Bioshock what it was. Um, so it looks really good to me. This is the best thing that they showed, honestly, to me. It just has a wish list. It's in development for the PS5, but it doesn't really tell us anything. And it's, the new developer is by the name of Ghost Story, so they, cre re they create a new... Um, um, Studio. Studio, correct. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to keep saying developer, but I'm like, that's not it. Um, they created a new studio, and um, yeah, that's the, that's what they named it. So I'm looking forward to it. Any um thing from Judas that y'all want to um state? Um, no, but personally, I'm not. I, I was never that into uh, Bioshock. I played a little bit of Bioshock One. Um, but yeah, that. This here is the original creator, Ken Levine. He, after Bioshock 2, left to um, make some other games. Uh, I think Gone Home or something, he made that or worked on that. And then now this is a, another studio where they're going back to the uh, Bioshock style. So, um, like you said, he might have the secret sauce for Bioshock that the, uh, these other Bioshock games don't have. Um, but you yeah, just gotta wait and see. It looked it looked okay. Yeah. All right. Let's be past the VR stuff. Legendary Tales and Metro Awakening, both trash. I know. I'm just playing. Um, mm -hmm. I don't care about them, so I'm not gonna talk about them. But uh, they got some VR games. I'm not sure if they're even um exclusive. I think they just are VR games that's gonna be coming out. Um. I'm not in get. I'm not intrigued, and I yeah don't care. So, move past that. Dragon's Dogma two. Um, what what happened here? I mean, they just kind of showed off more so, of the game. Did they show anything new? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that. Uh, I don't know how much they showed new because they've done a lot of press uh, for the game, but this was the most straightforward trailer that they had. It was just all combat no story stuff and i thought it was cool because i mean if you watch it it's only like a minute and a half long um it shows some class switching like you you run out there with your your big sword you hit the monster or whatever and then you put your sword away and it switches to a bow mm -hmm. and like 
how the movement is is uh it, it feels a lot more fluid like um like y'all played monster hunter where it's like you swing your sword and you gotta wait until like you know you gotta bring the sword back and you can't move yeah um this it, it has a lot of the same combos and stuff like that but there is a lot more movement you can roll and you can move and you can climb stuff and jump uh like a lot more fluidly than you can like monster hunter so the combat at least looked looked really good in the trailer um and like i said nobody plays dragon's dogma for the story so they should focus on showing what's fun about it and i think that's a better way to spend their time <laughs> instead of now, uh you know yeah not now does is there any truth to this being 30 fps on consoles oh so i don't know if it's true but that's the rumor uh oh. that i've heard as well uh okay. but i was gonna play it on pc so yeah <laughs> i don't care about that console crap <laughs> you're right you're right you're right you're right all right but um hopefully it's not 30 fps because that would suck but at the same time it looks very graphically pleasing so i could definitely see it being 30 fps um okay then we have rise of ronin scratchy ghost of shusima i don't know if i want to play this game honestly um i feel like i don't know i don't know um I'm gonna let you start it because I'm just gonna be negative. Rise of Ronin, <laughs> what you think? I I don't so I don't have anything positive to say about it because I wasn't the biggest fan of um Neo, uh, but Neo fit in like its own niche where it's like it's kind of like Dark Souls, but it's it's more fast paced and you got the stand switching. Now this like the especially that first um, minute of the trailer is like oh we have a a big city like a Assassin's Creed game, you can climb up, fly the around, <laughs> fly around, and jump down on people like you play in Assassin's Creed too. And it kind of got Neo combat, but it's slower, and the whole polish is not there, like the animations and how the the enemies look and stuff. So it it looks like an interesting idea, like. Team Ninja is finally doing something different because we played Wulong and it's by the same people and it's like they they kind of follow the same formula where you go you know <laughs> fight yeah. enemies in a in a linear corridor so I can't I can't fault them for trying something different but for me I'm I'm definitely out like I don't want to play a uh, Assassin's Creed style um, samurai game and if I do I'm gonna just wait for Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima too because that was like delivering on every aspect that uh i could hope from that type of world or setting yeah so that's the problem i think it just it just doesn't i think they probably have some mechanics in there that i would enjoy more than what i saw in ghost but i feel like there is a level of quality and 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 time uh and i guess there's a level of time respect for Ghost of Tsushima as well. I feel like this game is going to have a lot that, that that you don't need to do, and it's going to waste a lot of your time. I think the story beats aren't going to be fast enough for me, and I feel like I'm going to have to be doing small, stupid objectives around a city that I don't want to do. So I'm very much so conscious about time respect and graphic and like fidelity plus polish. So I think Ghost of Tsushima 2 would just be the ideal weight 
And if it's something that people want to play, that's fine. It's not like you're doing something wrong by playing a game you want to enjoy and you feel like it has stuff that's there for you. I'm just saying that it's not for me. And this trailer just solidified that with the drop frame pace and like the bad pacing, uh, frame pacing, the, the, the tethering around the hair, the annoyance and like the, the, the fuzziness and the, and the grass, because it's just, you know, you can see that all this super sampling, up sampling and upscaling. And, um, even if I was to play this game, I just wouldn't probably enjoy the experience overall because it's, it's going to probably look and feel like Wulong, um, which Again, has a lot of things that I enjoy in that game, but I'd rather play Elden Ring. So it's just that ty- it's just that type of situation. It's not it's nothing bad about it. It's just that I have other things that fit that niche or fit that that build that does it better in regards to um, the overall package. Not saying that one thing might not be better because seamless gameplay throughout the whole game with Wulong. Oh my God, that's so much ten times better than anything Elden Ring could ever do. But well, not anything that they could do, but in that in that multiplayer uh, section, they they beat them. But everything else just feels flat. So it's unfortunate, but it's not it's not unfortunate because people do play these games. I just want them to find support and all that stuff. But it ain't gonna be for me. Um, what else? I think until dawn is taken down the old game to re-release the game is kind of quite annoying. Um. Maybe it'll look a lot better. I don't know. I never played Until Dawn, so really, no, I never it, played it. It's um, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's like a crazy good or anything like that, but it has a very simple story. Like basically, just think of Scream, and it's a very simple story, and it's done very well, and it's not too long. And so, all their other other games that came out after, like you know, Little Hope and and all the other stuff, they they had a whole bunch of issues where it's like the multiplayer is not fun or the story is not that good or it's too short or it's too long. Whereas like Until Dawn proved to me at least that it can be done. You can have a, a five, six hour horror game with interesting characters and make it fun to play. So mm-hmm. I would say at least give it a try, especially like I think you and you know your wife might enjoy that type of uh story but like you said take down the old version and put up the new one it looks better technically but it didn't need that because this was a ps4 game um yeah you know <laughs> yeah it just had it was a story beat game and i think it still held up to this day just like the quarry and all the other games i like the quarry the most the last one i played um mm-hmm. but uh, I never played like until dawn. I never played the f- original one, so I just I, I I did play a little bit of the like Man of Madonna or something like that. I think, um, yeah. Or but, if you uh, like the quarry, people say the quarry is like the closest one that's um, as good as until dawn. Gotcha. Yeah, because um, it was very short to the point. But me and me and uh, Terrence played through it. Um, while he was here at least most of it um but yeah uh i i mean like i said i just don't like the 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 optics of it it looks weird and i think that they didn't have to do that because they're going to charge a full price for this game which is annoying so um what else oh it was kojima kojima was the last thing that's it like he had literally 15 minutes um to talk about 
whatever Kojima wanted to talk about. Death Stranding really looked um, decent. Uh, it looked interesting in a world-building aspect, not in a gameplay aspect. It's just the world looks interesting. It's like a very polished movie. It looks really... Like, I'm into sci-fi movies that don't really explain everything until the end. So, this here is all those beats. Um, but does the gameplay itself look fun? Absolutely not. It wasn't fun when the first time I did it. But the story was enough, weird enough for, to keep driving me forward to try to get to understand it more. But I think he's starting to... Um, in my opinion, Kojima for me is wearing out his welcome because I thought it was going to be some type of spectacular ending that kind of show what make this stuff make sense. I had to still read about it to make it make sense to me, which is fine. It stuff can't go over your head. I just felt like it. He just does stuff to make stuff look cool. It's not really a part of his world in a way that makes sense. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. Did, when y'all play Metal Gear, did everything seem cohesive? Or at least uh, make sense in a way? Well, <laughs> well yes and no. I'd say that it's 50-50. Like, the whole gimmick of Kojima is that he's gonna give you, like, the most realistic looking graphics, realistic looking characters, and like, oh, this this game looks dope, like it's a Hollywood movie. And then the other half, he's gonna throw in this other stuff, like you'll never you'll never be able to guess the ending. You'll never be able to guess what I'm thinking. I'm gonna trick you so many fifty different ways. And some people like that, some people hate that. So Metal Gear, the first one was very very simple for most of the story, and then they threw in some like you know crazy secret stuff in later in the game. And each game, it became more and more. It's like Metal Gear Solid 4 doesn't make any freaking sense from the first minute you start watching it. But at that point, it don't matter because you already own Metal Gear Solid 4. You didn't play all the other ones. Uh, and so, yeah, I didn't play the first Death, Death Stranding. And I'm watching this trailer. I don't understand anything that's going on. But no, I don't either. Time, so it's not like it's like you just know, can't the deny, people that didn't play it. Yeah. So... I, but I can't deny that the game, the the work that he has created doesn't look dope. Like, it does. Like, the characters look yes. great. Mm -hmm. oh, it's weird. Every single scene, I'm like, I'm, like, uh, confused and super interested. Like, where is this going? What is going on? But, like, that's kind of the gimmick. The I think the problem with Death Stranding 1 is that the game is long. It's, like, 60, 70 hours, right? Yeah. Where Metal Gear games are, like, eight hours so that gimmick you you don't get that tired of it in the metal gear game because the game is over quickly it's like Death stranding i'm he wants you for almost 100 hours and you know you got to be really dedicated to like want to sit through all that and it might not even be worth it at the end like you said because you're not gonna actually get all the answers because he's not interested in giving you the answers he's trying to get you interested in thinking and like have memories about having fun with this weird story, but it's not like actually gonna satisfy everything. Yeah, like there was, there's plenty of weird things that happened in the world that kept me engaged, and it was the 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 actual mechanic of getting from place to place 
had some engaging points to it because you had to keep getting upgrades to be able to be a better mailman. Um, so I liked like there was there was enough there to keep me going and 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 everything. I just don't know if it doesn't start to make sense to me if I can get through another one and for the same type of gameplay and it's not switched up like I'm hoping for a different type of gameplay. I don't, I don't want to continue. And like, like basically what he said was, you're going to just continue your mission. You're just not going to do it for bridges. I'm just like, all right, but what else, Kojima? Mm -hmm. What else, bro? I don't want to just build more stuff for, you know, I just don't want to do that. I, I want to do something else. <laughs> and I just don't feel like... Before the game, he gonna kill Sam, and you gonna start playing as the baby, and it's gonna be a different game. That's that's what Kojima gonna do. He gonna lie because I was I watched the Death Stranding two trailer, and I went back and watched the Metal Gear Solid five trailers, and like I'm the I think I'm the only one that finished it, but it's like every single one of those trailers was lying about the plot of the game, and so I'm pretty sure he's gonna do the same thing. Where it's like, look at this trailer, you are gonna do the exact same thing, but you not going see what i got coming because i'm trying to trick you like that's his whole thing he wants to trick you <laughs> well i don't know taylor what you feel about kojima i mean i don't know man. i, I, I kind of had something i kind of resonate with you said i feel like he'll go to like overrated they i, I I mean, I don't, I don't know what he did exactly that just puts him on this high of a pedestal, and that's not to knock him or anything. I understand the Metal Gear Solid series was good, or the Metal Gear series was good, but it's just like, like he, we see some of his work and stuff. You just like, all right, man, like this ain't that good, bro. Like you know, so I don't, yeah, I just don't understand all the appeal behind him, but he. He, he can make it Death Stranding. What Death Stranding get like six? And I'm not saying that's a horrible game. I'm not saying the rating, the rating and stuff is accurate. Like I'm just saying, like he's he's like human. Um, he's not like to me. He never he didn't create the best games. Like um, the Metal Gear story, they literally played. You got Metal Gear on the Game Boys or something like that, or SNES, whatever it's on. Then you got Metal Gear Solid, which takes place. Like in a, I say like the middle timeline type thing, because literally in Metal Gear Solid Two, you it takes place a little bit after that. Then you play a ride, and then you got all these theories about if that's even for real happened. Did it really happen? And then you play Metal Gear Solid Three, which is a prologue. Um, and then you play Metal Gear Solid uh, Peace Walker, which is a sequel or takes place after Metal Gear Solid Three, but before the first one and. It's just all these different things, man. It's, the story not like cohesive. You can look things up and stuff about it, but it still don't make sense. And you just take stuff for what it is. And like Josh said, the game finished. So you just be like, all right, well, I enjoy what y'all showed me. And I enjoy what I understood. I'm going to take some time to go figure out the things I don't understand if I can remember them then go about my day. Like, <laughs> Three uh, is probably the the best one to play and just forget about because it's like the story is pretty straightforward he got all his extra secret stuff but it don't matter to that story but every other game is like you know he he wants you to be on the wiki for 50 hours reading about it mm. okay well um, yeah um... like he made some good games i think i don't think he deserves a continuous like blank check i'm gonna say from from sony and to be 
given uh 10 minutes out of every show uh to like just Talk not show anything yeah. uh yeah but you know he he makes good games i'll always be interested but like yeah he he doesn't have to be the the video game messiah uh, uh forever <laughs> no man it just it just doesn't i i'm not i don't like i said i don't want to hate on him i'm just kind of over it i just feel like microsoft gave him money um uh game awards did just did like gave him 10 minutes after they was moving everybody off the stage that actually earned a reward um and it just felt like you know this guy is just above it all he's above so much and maybe I, that's just hate but it doesn't feel um like i've played anything to get to warrant that yet but uh, you know whatever it doesn't matter why what, what i can say though is, is that he has the budget he has a vision and he executes on his uh his vision well like he he i don't think he ever missed on executing his vision i just think yeah he it's more ways where like do we understand his vision so that's um as value in itself and to be able to walk away from people that don't want to keep going with your craziness and make your own and find success it screen it speaks volumes and people want to be around you and understand you it's cool cool um but next up let's move into the um okay sorry that's the state of play in my opinion uh, one oh. other thing from the state of play that he was su super vague about is the um the next stealth game that he's making. Yeah, the espionage game. It's supposed to be Metal Gear inspired. Uh, well, he got a whole bunch of blank checks coming. He got the Metal the stealth game that he's working on. He's got Death Stranding two, the Death Stranding movie, which um, they've confirmed, and then the the last thing that he revealed the game was on that uh the poster board was that he's making a something with columbia pictures that's not the death stranding movie but he he got two movies and two games coming yeah he got like i said he getting that money man I, i'm glad he getting to the bag um he got so much happening and people are enjoying him loving him he got he got he's able to have space with playstation he has space at xbox i just hope these games that he's oh, creating od yeah yeah he got od a lot um, of uh, <laughs> yeah it's a lot of kojima dude that's all that's all i'm saying it's a lot of kojima i don't want to i don't want to make it feel like i'm hating so it's just a lot of kojima um so anywho uh, let's move on to some other topics. A state of play overall, I gave it a C minus. It wasn't like great. It wasn't like the worst thing I've ever watched, but um, definitely didn't have anything I thought was interesting. And the fact that they gave so much, inf they gave a lot of time to Stellar Blade, um, like two minutes. Uh, I mean, they gave it like six seven minutes it was six minutes yeah, yeah. and kojima had like 10 yeah. so celebrate yeah. was more like almost 30 percent or something like that yeah and then rise of ronin was about mm, four minutes 
um, it just really wasn't anything impactful in this in this um, state of play for me. Death Stranding being that long, I mean, obviously you get a nicer look at Death Stranding. I think that's valuable to a lot of people. Um, but you know, it's just 2025, so a lot of these games aren't coming out, and there was nothing from Sony, nothing from Direct Sony Studios. So it sucks. Um, so I thought it was a C minus. Um, but let's move into Persona. Let's talk about Persona. Um, and then I'm going to briefly talk about Suicide Squad. But um, then we're going we're gonna to hop off. So, Persona 3, guys. What are your thoughts? Trash. <laughs> oh, my um, goodness. Not No, trash. I mean... I've probably talked the most about Persona 3 in the past, uh, but what I, I played a couple hours of the uh, Persona 3 Reload, um, and I've been, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I didn't know all of the like changes and stuff that they made to the game. Like I know that they updated the graphics, um, but there are new mechanics that they brought from like Persona 5. Um, just stuff like how, I think how the demon fusion works. I mean, persona fusion works. Um, some combat changes, like you, you got a super ability now in combat. Um, yeah, so a lot of the impressions I got were super positive. Like I already liked the game a lot, and the changes that they made seem worthwhile and like smart. So it's a it seems like a worthy improvement, especially for people who haven't played the game. It seems like like a finally a good way to just enjoy this game uh so yeah i i don't have much to say because i i've beaten this game multiple times but yeah what about y'all um i'm gonna let Jalen go first and then i come in with my finals jbz what you got for us uh so i was i was talking to josh a little about it yesterday um i mean it's it's a it's a decent game so far. Um, I probably play as much as I can. I don't know how much I'm gonna play when Final Fantasy come out. Um, mm-hmm. but you know I'm gonna try to play it as much as I can. I mean it it has, it feels like a Persona game. I mean it is Persona like the game don't really feel dated or anything like that. Um, I think like everything is pretty much on brand. Um, mm-hmm. you know so I could see where areas where it can kind of hell in comparison to persona 5 but again persona 5 is a game that was built you know eight years after this game it was at least eight years after this game so obviously there's going to be you know those sorts of like uh you know less adequate things about it so but i mean i think they did a good job with the game uh everything feels fine um i did mention to josh yesterday is that you know you don't. I, I like the Persona Five because I, I feel like that was like one of the first Persona games where you actually fight the shadows are actually personas, um, and I liked the negotiation with them. Um, and this game, they do the little shuffle time or whatever to get to Persona. I think it's like randomized or something like that. Um, you got that, and then um, it was another aspect. Oh yeah, like I was saying, you fight personas on Persona Five, but on this one, and I remember Persona Four, you fight them them shadow blob thingies and stuff obviously they got different forms and it's a bunch of different types and stuff like that but i just always felt like fighting the personas was a little bit more interesting than mm. uh fight the 
like shadows and stuff like that. Cause they, I, I mean, they feel a little generic and stuff like that. I mean, I'll be honest, but I mean, I don't expect too, too much. I mean, it still is an older game, but um, and I know the bosses and stuff like that usually are like personas or shadow, whatever you want to call them. So, um, but I mean, overall, like I said, the game cool. Um, I don't really have any huge gripes about it. I know people said it's like darker and people is like complaining that, you know, it's a little bit more flashy, similar to like what's on brand with Persona 5 or whatever. But um, I feel like all that stuff make the game a little bit more um, extravagant and less bland. I mean, so I, I appreciate all those things. Like, it's always cool to pause the game and then you see that little animation pop up and stuff like that. It feel like it feels vibrant versus just pausing and then a generic pause frame come up like every other game. So. Mm. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool though so far. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know the changes or what's happened. I just know that at least it feels a lot like Persona Five for me right now. Um, I don't like what you just said in regards to the blobs because I was like, man, when are they gonna stop actually showing what the Persona look like? Because I don't like this. And I didn't know that you're probably gonna be fighting them often, and you probably might have some people in there that you know is visualized, but the rest of them might be blobs too, and they just. But I was thinking, oh, I didn't think they were going to be just making blobs of stuff. I thought they were going to actually have, like, these are weaker enemies. You have, like, the bigger ones. But I don't know. I don't know how it looks. So, um, I mean, the the shadows are the, the low-level enemies. Like, when you actually start getting level 10, level 20, you all the enemies you fight are personas. There might be one or two of them that is just, like, the level 1 generic shadow. But like oh, you know, okay. the personas as like regular enemies, but the bosses are actually the big ones that are like the the strong personas, and they got you know fancy moves and stuff like that. But you know, you're not just gonna be fighting the the goop monsters the whole time. It's just they're they're the goomba, they're the the weakest, cheapest enemy, and then everything else from there goes up. Gotcha. But they they all got the same type of mass thing. They just got different numbers and stuff on them, don't they? No, it's some uh, it's some that are actual personas that you fight. That's like random battles or like the little Yeah. I meant like, like the random, random battle ones, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the random battles. But most of those so how, they, one that how was... they usually do it. Yeah. How they usually do it is like let's say you level ten, you fight the first mm-hmm. boss, and the first boss is like a knight on a horse. All right, and then he's the boss. And then once you leave that and go to the next level, that enemy becomes a common enemy. So you will see that same uh, knight on a horse with a couple shadows. And then you keep playing, oh, now it's two knights and on a horse and a couple shadows. And so they become regular enemies, but they start out as bosses. Okay. I mean, I, don't, I ain't played that much, so I'm going I'm to see how it is and stuff like that. But, uh, hopefully. but yeah, like you said, Persona 5, that's, one, that's why they changed it to make all the enemies, they're just Personas. And so you, you see them more and you can negotiate with them. And mm. yeah, unfortunately, it's older, so it doesn't have that, uh, that system. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to the story. I feel like um, we got some intriguing characters. Um in my playthrough, I'm, I'm just enjoying Persona for what it is. I like those types of slice of life type of situations. 
everybody's always in high school, of course. Uh, I think everybody think in Japan think high school was the funnest thing in the world, but um, I enjoy the game for what it is. Um, and um, yeah, I think that that's going to be, you know, cool, 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 cool play. I just hope that the um, story delivers. I think a lot of people are already saying that the story was one of the better ones of the Persona game. So um, it looks, it looks even with the, even with the beginning sequences and the coffins and all that stuff, definitely darker than Persona 5 already. I mean, obviously it's a little cheerful, but same old cheerful aspect of it, but it still feels like the story is going to be a little bit more, um, grounded in a sense. Um, it actually makes sense why I am in that world, what I can do, why am I, why I'm different. I don't even know if the Joker was explaining why he was so different. I don't know. I don't remember now, but, um, you know, being able to, you know, switch your persona and, and all that good jazz. I just feel like this one's giving me the education. I, I, I think I've skipped in the for other one. Uh, yeah, I don't remember, but three is, they do, I guess, try to explain the lore a lot in three. So you might learn from it because I don't, I don't think they actually explain a lot in like four and five. All right. Well, let's move on to our next topic. And I think the next one in is going to be, I think I can get the Xbox one in there too. Uh, the next one is going to be about Suicide Squad and all of the fun, fun, fun times. Um, I, I, I'll be honest. I like the game for what it is. Um, I actually enjoy the traversal. I, I say that. And I enjoy the story right now. A lot more, lot more cutscenes than I expected. A lot of detail in the world and less than more than I expected. When you get down to the ground and you're actually walking around looking at stuff and you're actually jumping up in the air and coming back down, you're like, okay, this is actually a decently detailed, has actual environmental um, landmarks, and they do a decent job of trying. So I can't knock them for having like a bland world because I thought it was bland at first when I first saw it, but I didn't explore it that well, nor did I like start to notice landmarks when I was playing. So I'm going around doing riddle challenges, traversal challenges. That's my favorite thing right now. Um, and I enjoy um, the story. The story, the, 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 the banter between the, the four characters is actually funny. Um, I, unfortunately, on the PC, you do have some issues with um, frame pacing, I guess. I was I thought I was crazy until I watched the Digital Foundry thing. I was like, bro, why is this game running like this? Like it'll stay at sixty, but it felt choppy. But then they kind of explained what it was happening. I honestly I don't have the the I just know it was off, so I don't I don't have the, the ability to kind of explain why why it was off. But I knew it was off. But um, yeah, I guess there's some issue with the game and how they do their frame pacing. Um, that's causing it to feel a little worse on PC than it does on Xbox and PlayStation. And that's why I wanted to switch back, but I couldn't, I couldn't miss that 50, uh, that, that discount, that nice discount on here. I was like, I can't beat, can't beat it. So, um, 
I'd end up still getting it on PC. I'm still enjoying it. And after a few playthroughs of what I was playing, because I played it for like five hours, six hours now, um, it started to get better. It's, it's not as bad as it was at first. And then I turned off ray tracing um, and did a few other things to kind of make it a lot more clearer and stable. So um, I don't know what I did, but something changed to the point where it became more stable around like the four hour mark. So the last two hours I played was a lot more enjoyable. Um, but yeah, the story is cool. I really liked that the Batman sequence that they put us through. I feel like they have a lot of callbacks to the Arkham City, Arkham um, games and um, being able to see that type of stuff from a, from a jokingly un, un, um, a jokingly way, like just put it, put it in that, in that, what he did in Arkham City and what he did at Arkham Asylum and how many people he, he put away and all the stuff we went through in them games and seeing it through the eyes of the, of these, um, of the Suicide Squad is just interesting to me. So I knew I was going to enjoy it simply because of it being rock steady and I know that they weren't going to fail on the story and I had to just get my mind around this is more Borderlands than I, than you think Deontay and you like Borderlands so I'm pretty sure you'll like this so I just was I had to retrain my process or reprocess what type of game it was um and I read enough online to tell me that I don't have to play with anyone to enjoy it so I'm enjoying it I'm not going to lie and say that it's bad because I had a bad, I had a take on it earlier. It's not bad. It's just not like what I wanted. And, um, that's okay. So do I want Rocksteady to go out of business? Absolutely not. Do I want them to be able to continue to make games? Absolutely. So, um, if I got to play this game and, um, and wait for the next one, that's fine. It, Shit, it does feel like it should have been handed off to someone else to, to, to create. And I would have enjoyed it a lot more simply because I knew Rocksteady in the back of my mind was making something um, better. Um, but at the end of the day, the animations are really great. Um, a lot more cleaned up. Visually, it's a lot more appeasing. Uh, it does not feel like as um, unfluid as I thought once thought it was and I don't know maybe it was because I was playing on that build and once I went into the open world it just didn't feel right I don't know whatever the case may be it feels a lot better my objectives are clear and I am enjoying what they have to offer um, I'm not saying go buy the game I'm just saying that you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to crap on it because they didn't make the game that you wanted per se so that's all I'll say on that any um Anything to add there before we move on? No, I don't have a whole lot from from what I played. It was fun. Um, it wasn't what I was personally looking for. Like I, I like the Arkham games and I wanted something more of that. But like I said, the traversal was fun. And uh, I like the characters and the story so far. But uh, I personally would rather just wait until the game is cheaper. Uh, yeah. I can play through it on my own time. I don't got to worry about like, you know, there, I mean, I like you say you can play by yourself, but it's online focused. But I don't want to think about any of that stuff. Just play it on my own time and and enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it's been super controversial. People hating it. People defending it. But the the biggest thing is, um, 
I the IGN beef is is real. Oh, yeah, yeah, they they they, uh, they they gave it a five out of ten, I think, right? Yeah, and but that's not the only thing that IGN issue with IGN. So IGN was the first to be like, oh, uh, we're not gonna have a review ready because they didn't give us any codes, and uh, they was upset about that. Which is like, you know, you you a journalist and you didn't get the code. Uh, it's fair, but it's their decision. The second thing I found out though is that uh, probably why they didn't get the code is because IGN was also one of the first ones to leak stuff out of the closed alpha that happened a couple months ago. They were talking about uh, story stuff with Batman and they shouldn't have been. And oh. then when the game came out, um, they was like, oh, get Suicide Squad uh, for cheap here, um, like 50% off or something. But that ad was for a a single eBay seller, and then the Rocksteady devs started tweeting like IGN, like why are why are y'all linking to this single eBay eBay seller? Like this is a real deal. Like, are you mad that you didn't get a code? <laughs> so if you go online, <laughs> all the the Rocksteady devs are just like beefing with IGN right now, uh, and it's just interesting. Uh, <laughs> Bro, not 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 them having I uh Twitter beef over. I understand it though. I mean, you work on something for a long time, you're proud of it, and people squander over it like that. That's fine. I mean, that's but you're in. You have to understand where you where you are within the medium. Like, um, with uh, within within this line of work comes bad press, and um. And, and and it's unfortunate because it's a lot of people's people harp and they utilize these as their opinion factor, like on games and regardless, like me and me and Jalen know that from playing all those seven out of tens, because we still like them. We still we think they eights. We think they nines because we enjoy our characters and what they put up the paces that they put us through and all that good jazz. So it's not like they can say anything bad about it that will make me want it unless it's like technically broken outside of that i don't really care about you th- what you thought about the story what you thought about the mechanics because sometimes i just want to play some games that feel like the gameplay is solid and these and, the, and if it's if it's clear enough to know that the game is heavily opinionated and not fundamentally broken then i'm okay with giving it a shot and sometimes these companies don't come from that objective stance that's why i started watching all the technical reviews because they come at it from that point everything is fundamentally working and then it's a bunch of opinions but i think now it has become a more opinion than it has actually about fundamentals so um i get them their beef with that because it is a problem especially when people use this as a shining or as a guiding light on what games to play and not to play um so it's a tough beef and it's and it, and it is it is it is it is based in um some real stuff happening and i get it um but at the end of the day people's opinions you have to respect people's opinions if you're going to put out something for people to decide on whether or not to buy you have to come you have to be ready to accept the criticism and the 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 flawed media um with your with the with that content like you can't beat them, so that's the, that. That's the problem. So you know, I get it. 
Um, but yeah, they were the first ones to come out. They said they didn't get a copy, but they also were like two days after the game came out. They were they were ready for a review. Um, I think that was a digest as quick as possible and give out this game score. Because if you play the game, you actually will have some fun. I, I highly doubt they didn't have fun. A 5 out of 10 yeah, tells me. In the me, review, he said it was fun, but I don't like the live service stuff and this and that. And so it's a 5. <laughs> but you don't even have to interact with it. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, reviews, like you said, they're subjective. It's just that person's opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I can get it if, the if like, I play Destiny Forever and the game is fun, but I hate the the package that is wrapped in or something like that. But yeah, like I don't I don't I don't think the game is a five out of ten, even though I don't want to buy it. It probably is better than that. But yeah. He played it quick and didn't like it in that probably played ten hours straight and had to put out the review. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. I mean he probably didn't, you know, tag along do any of the optional stuff. He wasn't probably interested in making this game a good review. He's just more so interested in getting it done. And I don't know I'm not I don't want to put that on somebody, but when if you got two days like maybe maybe you bought it early and you got the seventy two hours, but your 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 video still came out on the day of release. So that tells me you played it, you edited it. And you finish. You had to keep writing reviews. You had to keep going through the whole beats. You had to. You. That's not enough time. That's why I like people that say 100% after completion, because that tells me you dedicated your time to truly critiquing this content and not just playing with us. And you know, I don't like. I. I. I, I really don't like reviews anymore. Like I really like certain review people people that really do the 100% reviews, like 100% after completion. Those those reviews I respect ten times more than any regular Polygon IGN because I don't know their dedication to that game. If they don't have the dedication to play that game thoroughly, why am I going to respect your opinion through it? You know, like like when they give you know these Assassin's Creed games eights and nines, I'm like, bro, quit giving these games high scores and they the same thing that we all know is formulated and it's not fun. So, but they keep doing it. So. But let's 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 wrap this up. Um, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to kind of say on this. Um, any final thoughts before we get up out of here? Um, no, I'm a I'm gonna be playing more Persona. Um, I'm playing it on Game Pass and just streaming it. So I'm trying to get through that as quickly as possible. Uh, Final Fantasy is coming up soon. Dragon's Dogma coming up soon. Uh, I didn't talk about it, but another anime game that came out recently, like two days ago, Grand Blue Fantasy Link or something like that, Relink, uh, is getting real good reviews. Uh, if so, if you're interested in like a Tales of style action like anime game, uh, that seems pretty good. It's fifty dollars. I'm gonna wait for a sale, um, but it's it seems pretty pretty good. Uh, but yeah, too many games coming out, and uh, I still got a backlog. So uh, send me help. <laughs> Give me some help. Put your spirit bomb hands up. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening and enjoying the content. If you got to this part, you're the real OG. Thanks again for listening. As always, we appreciate you. We thankful. And if you want to share and shoot us some, I don't know, five stars, 
That'll be awesome. Thanks for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Really soon, actually, because this is coming out on a Sunday, and this won't be up on Wednesday. So, talk soon. Peace.